It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Monday, November 14th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome back after a long weekend to another yeah. episode of the BNS 20 Minutes or Less podcast. How was your weekend, Shauna? It was great. Uh, I was out in Vancouver visiting my sister and brother-in-law, my niece and nephew, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Got to see my my brother-in-law do the like Remembrance Day ceremony thing on Friday. Because he's in the Army? He is, mm-hmm. and then went back to the Army barracks and got to experience that, which you'll hear is a bit crazy. Uh, and then, yeah, just we went to the Vancouver Aquarium with my niece and nephew, and it was like sunny the whole time How there, nice. which is unheard of for Vancouver, so it's great. What about How you? nice. Uh, we celebrated McKenna's birthday. She turns 30 today. Right. Uh, so we celebrated her birthday on, on Friday, and that was fun. Had a bunch of friends out. Awesome. Had some people in from out of town which was really nice nice um yeah it was just a it was a really great weekend long weekends are just awesome you feel so much more re- relaxed totally I just, yeah it was a good show today felt ready to go uh we're gonna talk a bit about shauna's trip to vancouver at several points some of the things that she saw while she was there and in transit uh we're gonna play a voice that someone in front of the show heard from the uh, emergencies act inquiry really great voice yep an etymology, the goat of buildings. Another dad badge. Something funny about the premier of Manitoba. Um, that cake that Shauna bought me last week for shaving my head uh, got stolen. Someone ate it mm-hmm. here at the station. And we're going to launch an investigation into that Dateline style. Maybe the most horrific injury we've ever heard of. First you're out of context clip of the show. Like he had to take time off work. And he's like, people are going to find out. So he basically just said like, look. I have COVID. <laughs> Say yeah, anything. I suppo- I suppo- Say anything but that isn't I broke my, my goblin finger. He's down for six weeks. <laughs> B and S in 20 minutes or less. We went out for McKenna's birthday on, on the weekend. She turns 30 today. Um, happy birthday, McKenna. Yeah. I don't know if she's less than yet, but happy birthday indeed. Mm-hmm. 30 years old. Um, and it's funny because she's the youngest in our, in our group of friends. Right. I'm 33. I'll be 34 right away. And some of our friends are even older, like into their 40s. Like one of one of my best buddies in our group is 47. Mm-hmm. So we ended up at a bar this weekend where we were clearly just too old to be at. You know, like everyone in there was 18, 19 years old. Oh, yeah. I felt old. Yeah, I know and those places you are. You're like, mm. Yeah, I'm too old mm-hmm. to be here. And then my friend who's 47, I imagine, felt really old. And it didn't help that he kept getting roasted. Like when we, when we first went in, the bouncer was checking everyone's IDs oh, no. and looked at him and said, nah, you're good. <laughs> and checked everyone else. I always think the bouncer just shouldn't shouldn't do that. You know, just regardless, check everybody, like, right? yeah, I know because I've seen that before. It's just like, oh man, that's that sucks. <laughs> check everyone in a group, and like, just my do friend it. doesn't yeah. look like he's forty seven. He looks younger than that. He looks great for forty seven. That's hilarious. But he's like, nah, you're good. Almost like, you, like they're just ripping on him. And then we get in there, and we're standing around, and McKenna was having a good time, but I was like, man, we are old. Yeah. Uh, we're standing there drinking our beers, and this like train of eighteen-year-old girls walks by. Right, and I hear one of them say to her friend, "Whose dad is that?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and my poor buddy's just like, "Oh man, oh. <laughs> I'm getting killed out here tonight." Oh, man. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Whose dad is that? <laughs> Who's that? The dad. Oh. oh, man. Yeah, I'm it so sucks. Sorry. It sucks it, getting older. Yeah. But yeah. you put yourself in a situation like that, and this yeah. is what can happen. So. You'll have to go to like a, a cougar bar or yeah. something for him next time just to just to yeah, make up for it. <laughs> All right, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Get your old ass in here. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Well, this is a horrifying story. I'm going to warn you of this in advance. Um, a friend broke his wiener. He he fell down on his wonder muscle and he actually broke it. Come he, again? He broke his wiener. Come again? Now, I've heard legend of this. I didn't think it, it, you could actually do this. Like, you know, you always hear people, oh, you can break, you know. No, it, it happened. Yeah, I, like, I, I knew it could happen, but I didn't know anyone who'd ever done it. Yep. Um, and also he said he fell down on it. Yeah. Like my understanding was that if it was it was flaccid, you couldn't break it. Like it th- wasn't necessarily. He was what little, was he doing? It was in the morning. <laughs> I was a little excited. It was in the morning. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, he fell on wooden stairs on his wood and he broke it and he had to have emergency surgery. You on his pecker. I'm not joking with you. Like You broke his Richardson's ground squirrel. He did. Baby. Yeah, and he posted on Facebook is how I first heard about this. And of course, you post something like that on Facebook and I mean, the reason was because he had like he had to take time off work and he's like, people are going to find out. So he basically just said like, look. I have COVID. <laughs> say yeah, anything. I suppose, I suppose, say anything that he, isn't I broke my, my goblin finger. He's down for <laughs> six weeks. It's a six-week recovery got, process from a surgery. I got six COVIDs. Oh, my. <laughs> COVID six it's times. True. I can't go to work. I know. Yeah. But, of course, ever since he's posted <laughs> oh this. Oh, my God. I guess he's been flooded with people, of course, with so many questions, which you do when you hear this. Uh, and so he's been now taking the time to try and answer a bunch of questions from people as well while he sits at home. He Jeez, has, I don't know if I would have posted about that. That's the... Man. Maybe the oddest thing about that to me. He has he has a sling for it right now <laughs> that he he's got a sling because it is hurts it like to, a, a Borat monokini like that's what I'm picturing. It, yes, it's he made his own. Suit. I mean, he didn't post it, but yes, that's what he, he basically described it as to hold it because after surgery it hurt. I shouldn't be laughing at this. No, though. this sounds I, this just is, horrible. I know, like it's it's really funny and not all at the same time. It's just so right? funny that he, he posted. Like if that happened to me, my first thought wouldn't be I better get this up on Facebook. Yeah, rumors are true. Everyone, I cracked my piss. Missile. To be fair, though, gonna like, be, you be know, the, everybody's going to know, so you might as well go head on with it, right? Like, everything I say right is now. Is everyone going to know? Well, yeah, I mean. If you don't tell him. He, like, he's got a wife, and I know she, well, she, I would. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to keep that in, you know? Like, my husband is down and out because he broke his wiener. What's, like, how do you just go about life? Oh, it's just you. Your husband can make it broken dink. Yeah. He can't come. Sorry. His fishing rod is just, it is. It, it's, it's in repair, okay? Like, holy man. No, he broke his piston. He's not here. He's not going to be here for six weeks be because six he's recovering weeks. from he's got an wiener surgery. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Well, we had a bit of a problem here at the station over the weekend, Shauna. So anyone who's listening on Thursday will know that Shauna uh, bought me a cake and a stupid hat to celebrate the... The bu- balding of your head. The buzzing of my, my hair off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a nice cake from Co-op, and it said "big, bald, and beautiful" on it. Yep. I was like, "This is great! I'll take this home. My family will lay into it on the weekend." We had company. I was like, "Everyone will crush this cake. Yep. It'd be awesome!" Uh, but I was rushing to get out of here on Thursday, and I forgot to take the cake. So I was like, "No problem. I'll be downtown on Friday. I'll pick it up then." Mm. Came in on Friday. 
uh, and the cake was nowhere to be found. It was just just gone. What do you mean the cake was gone? It was gone. The cake wasn't down here where I left it. There was no sign of it anywhere. Somebody t- took your cake. Someone took my cake. Don't know where it went. Don't know who. Could have been anybody who works down here. Yeah. Could have been someone who works upstairs. Yeah. We don't know. You checked all but around. The cake was just I looked in the fridge. I looked like for any, any like the, the packaging of it or like mm. utensils that had been dirty. Nothing. Nothing at all, Shauna. So pretty upset. Mm-hmm. Pretty upset. Uh, I was looking forward to the cake. McKenna and the kids were looking forward to the cake. I don't like this. I bought you a cake. The cake was for me. It was for you. So I'm launching a, a full-blown investigation into this. Good. What happens when a sweet tooth leads to a brazen act of crime? On the morning of November 10th, two co-workers were celebrating a milestone, the shaving of a head, and to mark the occasion, a delicious vanilla cake from the co-op bakery. I purchased the cake for $12.99 at the bakery, and I put a lot of thought into it. I had a personalized message put on it that said, big, bald, and beautiful. I took it home, and this is what happens with it? While rushing out the door to begin the long weekend, the young man forgot to take the cake with him. When he returned the next day to pick it up, he discovered something that shook him to his core. The cake was gone. There was no sign of it. There was no crumbs, no packaging, nothing. Somebody somebody took the cake and they ate the whole thing. Investigators knew this would be a difficult case as the list of potential suspects was long. Was it Justin from the Midday Show? Mariah and Ty? Was it Sam from Digital or perhaps one of the producers, Manning or Logan? Or was it someone from upstairs? But then came a revelation with disturbing implications. So I just walked into work and there were paper plates. Paper plates that were just hanging out as if somebody took that cake and had their own party with a cake that wasn't theirs. Paper plates. Could it be that several or all of this man's co-workers were involved in the crime? Standing around, eating his cake, maybe even laughing? We may never know. For Dateline NBC, I'm Andrew Beckler. Good night. in 20 minutes or less. All right, so Logan just comes bouncing in the studio here and he brings me from co-op a cake that says, sorry we ate your cake. It's a sorry we ate your cake. So you guys ate the cake. We did. (laughs) How did you have time to go get the cake this morning? I literally heard you break on the way in. I was like, all right, there's a safe way nearby. (laughs) That is most impressive. We assumed so. Well, the minute I saw the paper plates, I was like, okay, they teed off on a cake. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we thought we were doing the right thing, though. We figured it's just going to sit here all weekend if we don't eat it. So. It'll get stale. Who was all in on it? Sam? Yeah. Logan? Uh, Brian? Brian Ty? Manning's clear. Manning's clear. He didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, I think we, the four of us split the whole cake. We, we questioned Manning this morning, and he yeah. said he didn't. He wasn't yeah. part of it, so he was no. telling the truth. <laughs> I was laughing, though, because I was saying to Beckler that when, when we left, when the cake got here, you kept, Sam kept bringing up the cake. He was like, oh, it's, yeah, so the cake, eh? Hey? <laughs> As if you were like that trying really to get good. in on having I love some cake. cake. <laughs> yeah. The snowman looked really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you kept bringing it up, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to say that Sam was in on this because he was really trying to get an invite into that cake. If I was offered some of that cake, I would have some yeah. right now. <laughs> Could you please just 
Could I? I need cake. Can I? Yeah. I was secretly just hoping Beckler would leave without it for the weekend so I could have part of the cake. I came back here on Friday morning, tore around the station. Where's my cake? Where's my cake? There's no evidence of it. You guys disposed of all the evidence except for the plates. Well, thank you for the apology, cake. I will dummy this today. There you go. Thank you very much. That's hilarious. And I'm glad because I, I paid for that cake and then you didn't get to enjoy it. I was like, what the hell, man? It's actually McKenna's birthday today. You think this this could count as a birthday cake? Just scrape off the message. Scrape off the message and put a new one on. Happy birthday. Well, thank you for the cake to all of you. And thank you to Shane Holmes, the sponsor of the BNS 20 Minutes Less podcast. Move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes starting from the 490s. These 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, I heard the most Vancouver soft comment upon boarding my plane in Calgary. <laughs> And would I'd you, like to pass like, this along to you. Please you like put the music. Van- yes, yeah. So it was actually the flight attendant, which is really funny, but uh, I was eavesdropping a little bit. I was just sitting there waiting, and he was chatting with somebody, and he just goes, yeah, I used to live here, but my body can't handle it anymore. In Calgary? Yep. So this dude was in his like, early 30s, if not late 20s. Like, young-looking dude, flight attendant. He was like, yeah, no, I live in Vancouver now because my body can't handle Calgary. <laughs> my body. It was my too body. hard on my body oh, living come, here. Come my on. Bo- <laughs> my body can't handle God. At 20. <laughs> Even when I return to Calgary. I can't my, do it. My body aches. I can just feel it in my bones when I'm in the airport here. Meanwhile, my 89-year-old neighbor's out there shoveling. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. this guy's body. His body. body. His 20-year-old body <laughs> can't handle it or 30 or whatever. Doesn't matter. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. That's soft. Holy. That is soft. I was trying to think. I was like, I mean, the elevation is a bit higher here, right? Mm -hmm. I know that's a little harder on you, and it's dry. I get that. But, like, I was like, honestly, come on. Has anybody actually done any studies, do you know, about About elevation? Like, Calgarians and our life expectancy with the higher elevation here? It's a good question. I I don't know. I was wondering. Like, Colorado, right? Same thing. Yeah. They're even higher, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be really hard on their so bad in your body. It, actually, I just looked into this. So apparently people who live at a slier, slightly higher altitude, like around 5,000 feet, like Colorado, they actually live longer. Really? So the study says, this is about Colorado, but it says lower oxygen levels turn on certain genes, and we think those genes may change the way heart muscles function, may also produce new blood vessels that create new highways for blood flow into the heart. So actually, it helps. When you go near sea level, do you feel like a like a superhuman? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I can been, run forever. Your whole life is altitude training. Yeah, yeah, and it's like when people go to Lake Louise, which is even higher than uh-huh. here, and they have the adjustment. Like they actually have a lot of oxygen at Lake Louise, the chateau, because people will come and be lightheaded. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really hard on your body. It's to be so up hard there. on your body. Like this guy, I don't know what he'd do there. He just die. <laughs> he would just, just immediately up, die. Die. Get to Lake Louise and he's dead. All right. Well. <laughs> Is giving up. <laughs> Bury me now. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was watching the news yesterday and they were talking about how the provinces are going to the federal government for more funding for health care. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been following this story or not. Um, A little bit, yeah. The but... premiers have gotten together and asked the, the feds for more money. They want... 35% funding instead of 22% funding. And I find it so remarkable that they're all like united in this ask. You know, it's not like it's just the conservative premiers yeah. or just the premiers from Western Canada. Cause I think like 
that would be more easily dismissed as as partisanship against the, the federal government, right? Yep. But it's all of them. It's all yeah. the provinces are all asking for more money. And, you know, I, I spent a lot of time online reading internet comments and stuff, and we know that the, the healthcare system is stressed right across the country right now, and people always say, well, you know, this premier is destroying the healthcare system. And it's like, but what province is having a good go of it with healthcare right now, right? Yeah. Like, wait times are long everywhere. It's it's across the board. Yes. yes. Hospitals are full. Yeah. Staff is burnt out. Nobody can get a family doctor, and that's like... Coast to coast. Yeah. There's no, so I mean, if it was universal right now, like everywhere is dealing with these problems. Yeah. I mean, there's a system, something wrong with our healthcare system at the moment. And I don't think you can pin it on any one provincial government or anything. Um, But anyway, so the the group of premiers is called the Council of the Federation. And the Manitoba premier, uh, Heather Stephenson, is the chair of that council. And she was speaking on the news yesterday. And in the clip, she was wearing Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Oh, no. We were just talking about these. We were just talking about those. Just talking about Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. There's about nine serial killers who (laughs) all wore the same glasses, and you're telling me that she was wearing them? I was like, is this like... Oh, no. Has she always worn Jeffrey Dahmer glasses? Or So I, I Googled her, and it looks like it was maybe within the last few weeks that she got these new glasses. Oh, so she was watching the Netflix show and was like, I really like the look of those glasses. You know what I'm going to buy? Serial killer glasses. She's paused Netflix, went yeah. to Amazon. Yeah. Jeffrey. Serial killer Dahmer glasses. <laughs> Where do we find these? And you can find pictures of Heather Stephenson from before. She's worn like some pretty funky glasses over the years. Like it seems like her glasses are kind of like a like okay. a statement piece for her. Right. But these ones, man, That's like weird. they're they're gold rimmed. They're kind of like smoked out a bit in the lenses. Like they are they look menacing. That is. They, they look men the other the other ones that she wore were like quirky. Is she trying to these scare were- people? I mean, maybe. Maybe that's a tactic, right? You want to scare people? Look like Jeffrey Dahmer. That's It'll do it. Kind of what I wondered. You huh. know, she's the one who has to take this ask from all the premiers to the federal government mm-hmm. and be like, "We need more money." But if you're wearing Dahmer glasses, yeah, <laughs> are you sure you want that money? <laughs> but she looks over at the Dahmer glasses on second thought. Maybe not. Increase our funding. Just kidding. Or else. Yeah. Ooh. Or else what? I don't know. Yeah. Look at my glasses. Interesting. <laughs> that's a that's a choice right there. DNS in 20 minutes or less. Well, I was on the plane on Friday, and uh, this man went into the bathroom to change his baby, Beckler. The minute he went in, the captain comes on saying, we're starting our final descent, right? So uh, this poor man is then in there trying to change his kid. Then all of a sudden we hit turbulence, so immediately the seatbelt sign goes on, and he's now trying to change oh, his baby. no. Turbulence happening, and I'm sure poop flying everywhere. And then all of a sudden, the flight attendants are getting a little more desperate and knocking on the door and being like, sir, you need to get back to your seat He's because like, I we're know. descending. I know. Yeah. And then <laughs> they're getting more and more heated about it, and he's still not coming out of there because, again, obviously he's mid-diaper change, and there's probably poop, poop everywhere. everywhere yeah. and he probably sprayed it all over the ceiling <laughs> with the turbulence and everything else. And oh, it was man. the most awful thing to be part of because it is, sir, sir. Sir, you're yeah. going to have to get back to your seat. Yeah, I got sir. it. Sir. And it's like, he obviously knows this. Okay, he has a baby in there and there's poop everywhere. Calm down. And finally, the door whips open. He's sweating. Baby's finally there. He sits down. We land just in time. And he, in the nick oh, of time, gets no. back to his seat. But oh my God. That poor man. Like, changing a baby on a flight to begin with. Every time I see somebody going into that tiny bathroom and I think about that, I'm like, this is this is going to be awful. Yeah, I've never had to do it, but there is no room in there. There is zero room in there. And then on top of that, we hit the turbulence with the poop flying everywhere. And then you have the people yelling and they're just starting to get more and more aggressive. <laughs> <High> stress. 
<laughs> so I scratch. I wanted to like I was like I wish we had physical dad badges to give. Like he deserves a medal for that. I was he like, does, okay, sir. That is that is the most intense thing I've ever seen. And you're right. The emergency like diaper change yeah. in a bad situation is a. It's not not just a dad badge, but a parent badge. Yeah. Like and probably performed by mom mm-hmm. more often than dad. But yeah. like, yeah, I can't remember. I, how many times that happened to us where you're just like, this is the worst place you could have pooped all the way up your back. Yeah. And, now, and now you got to deal with this. Right? You got to just lay down whatever you have. And my sister actually over the weekend, she was changing babies in the back of the van, right? Oh, like, as you're moving, yeah. It's a normal thing, but oh man. It's so, it's so stressful. I just, it's so stressful. I was sweating for him. Like he came sweating and I was like, I, sir, I, you should have clapped have, him out of there. Hey, oh, here he comes. Here he comes. This guy. Poor guy. Also, <laughs> you're not helping flight attendants. Get out of here. VNS in 20 minutes or less. We were driving past downtown this weekend, and my my son Bo, who's seven, he asked me an intriguing question. He said, what's your favorite building in Calgary? Do you have a favorite building in Calgary, Shauna? I love the bow. Yeah, I don't know. I, I picked the bow too. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I don't know if you can beat it. I mean, we've got some cool buildings for sure. Like the library's great and, and you know, tell a spark with the lights. But no, I think the bow would be my favorite in Calgary for sure. We seem to punch above our weight in terms of cool buildings, we don't do. we? As yeah. a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he asked, what's your favorite building in the whole world? Oh, wow. That's a tough one. That's a super tough one. Favorite building in the whole world. Did you have an answer for him? I said maybe Fenway Park. Mm, yeah. It's pretty special if you're a Red Sox fan. Totally. That's a tough question. It is a tough question, isn't it? Because I got thinking about this a little bit because you threw this to me and I was like, okay, so are we talking, you know, because you can go architecture, but mm-hmm. then you're right. You can go, you know, a building that just means the most to you or... Yeah, I said like our house would be my favorite building in the whole world if we go that way. Right. But... um, Because yeah, architecture wise, there's a couple that that came to mind. First of all, the Shard in, in London. Super cool. Super awesome. Yeah. And these are ones that I've seen in person. So like that's... Mm-hmm. What, and that, I when I first saw that building, I was like, that's an awesome building. Um, the other one actually in Mississauga, there is a, a couple condo buildings. Is it those wavy ones? Yes. Yeah, they're so cool. And I remember seeing them b- being built, and I was like, "This is insane!" Because they look like they're wavy. Like yeah. The buildings themselves look, am- and so that's one of my favorites. I think in terms of architecture. Cool answer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but then like, I remember when I saw you know Notre Dame in in France. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's crazy!" Just because of the history, and it was so weird to see it in person. Um, there's so many of those old buildings like Versailles was oh, yeah. unbelievable to see again just because of the history and these insane yeah. castles and you go inside and it's like there's gold everywhere because they're just trying to <laughs> be obnoxious with wealth and you're just like yeah so those are really cool too okay and then here this is the logical conclusion to this question but what would the goat of buildings be what's the goat of buildings god my buddy had a good answer I see I was thinking like would it be something like the Empire State Building, which was so iconic for so long? Yeah. That's a, what was your buddy's? I don't know how how you even get to that. Like he thought maybe the pyramids, uh, the Great Pyramids, mm, and I was like, yeah, they were the yeah they were the king for like thousands of years, and they're still standing, and they were built like when they were still yeah uh, mammoths on Earth. Like, totally, it's pretty pretty wild. People are still asking questions about those buildings. And, yeah. I don't know if you can yeah, beat above the note. That, probably that, the pyramids, isn't that's it? That's the goat. Go to mm-hmm. buildings. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So I heard the word nostalgia over the weekend, and I was like, that's kind of a weird word. Where did that come from? Uh, so when I think of nostalgia, 
like in its modern day meaning, I think looking back on good times, reminiscing about good times, right? Yeah, it's like a feeling. Yeah. It's a, it's a feeling of like looking to the past and thinking of how good things were. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. when the word first came into use, it meant extreme hope sickness. In fact, it was actually considered a disease and it was used in reference to sailors or convicts or anybody who was away from home. And it was listed as an, an endemic disease and defined in the medical encyclopedia back in the 1800s as the concourse of depressing symptoms, which sometimes arise in persons who are absent from their native country when they're seized with a longing desire of returning to their home. So it was actually seen as a disease that you would have. It's of homesickness. Of homesickness. And they called it nostalgia and it was so I was like that is crazy I had so no idea not too too far off from the current usage like you could see the link yeah you can definitely different but knowing that when you look at the literal translation so it's from the Greek nostos which means returning home and algos which means pain so <laughs> nostalgia literally means the pain of returning home that's or desiring to return home yeah but well little but the breakdown yeah, yeah is the pain of returning home yeah. so Huh. I had no idea that... Nope. I didn't know that it was... Yeah, it used to be a disease and people... Yeah, you'd you'd be diagnosed with nostalgia. What's wrong with him, doctor? From extreme homesickness. From being depressed from not being in your native country. Homesickness can be quite a powerful feeling. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And back then, yeah, you could be diagnosed with it. So... Nostalgia. That's how we got nostalgia, hey? Mm-hmm. Etymology with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. So I don't know if you've been following it or not, but the uh, the Inquiry into the Emergencies Act is happening. It is. Right now, the use of the Emergencies Act. It's been going on for quite a few days and like long, long days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's still, I think it's supposed to go to the end of the month or at least. We got a message last week, though, from friend of the show, William. And William lives near downtown Ottawa and is very... Uh, invested in the inquiry here because, I mean, he was affected by the protests. And he said, you got to hear the mayor of Coots, Alberta. So you remember the the blockade at the Coots border? Yep. The mayor has the best voice. He's got this dulcet tone. And I have a clip from the inquiry here for you. It doesn't matter what he's saying, but just to hear his voice. Do you want to add anything before uh, you uh, head back uh, west? It's cold out there. Uh, That's him. How, how long can I talk? No, uh, the, uh, the, th- the situation that happened there, uh, there were a lot of people that said that I was against the protest. What a voice, eh? That's a great and voice. And I wanted to make it perfectly clear I was never against the protest. You have that freedom, that right to protest anytime you want. Oh, Talks yeah. like an old cowboy. He totally does. I was going to say that. He sounds like a farmer. Yeah, he's got a bit of that, like, where did you get that accent accent? Yeah, right? like, yeah a little a bit. A few hours south of here, you're Albertan. Also sounds a little bit like Daryl Sutter. Has a little bit of the Sutter <gasps> to him. Yeah, yeah. Can, maybe it is. Maybe that is what, it's the farmer accent. Yeah. That's exactly. As long as you don't break the law and... Interfere with That's great, eh? my oh, yeah. right to f- travel and, and so on. He almost has the, the gopher whistle as well, you know? Oh. A little bit of that when you, when you talk, too, which is always good. That, like Herbert I, the pervert from Family Guy? Yeah, you got the little, <laughs> little bit of that whistle going. I just need a little whistle in my voice. I think that- <laughs> 
<laughs> I think they could have just maybe sent him and diffused the whole situation, Absolutely. right? Listen to that voice. Yeah, very, yeah. very calming. That guy come out there and talk in his, his, his Williamson, his Sam Elliott style voice, <gasps> hey? Yeah. And just calm everybody down. All mm. right. <laughs> Listen to my farmer accent. <laughs> everybody relax. With a little wisher, hopefully. <laughs> the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So on this radio program, we occasionally like to make fun of Vancouver for being a bit soft. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, the weather's a lot warmer there. They are a little bit soft. Uh, I gained new respect for Vancouver this weekend, though, Beckler. So uh, this is in honor of their mayor, Ken Sim. I don't know if you know much about him. I know a little bit. I know he was just elected. Yeah. And uh, I got a friend who lives there who's pretty pretty cranked on Ken Sims. He said, like, the drug problem and stuff has gotten so bad in Vancouver and yep. the crime related to it that, like, Ken Sims ran on a, on a platform of, like, law and order right. and was elected in a landslide. Mm-hmm. So... Seems like people there were looking for someone to do something about how things have gotten. Totally. Uh, and my brother-in-law, he works in the army, and he was t- telling me that uh, the mayor, when he first got elected, went to the drill hall for Remembrance Day to celebrate with everybody in uniform there. So uh, there's a bell that you can ring to buy a drink in one of the mess halls, and that was where the mayor was, Ken Sim, I guess. So the mayor was told that if you ring the bell, you then have to buy the entire bar a drink, you then have to chug your beer... And if you don't finish it, you have to pour it out over your own head, and then you throw the empty bottle in the fireplace. This is what the tradition is with this bell. So I guess without a, without even a second, the mayor walked up, rang the bell, chugged his beer, flipped it over to show that there was nothing left in the beer, and then tossed it right in the fireplace. That's what he did. That's pretty awesome. Right after getting yeah, elected, just walks down and does. And I heard that story, and I'm like, that is awesome. That'll make you some fans. Won't totally. Fly around for everyone there. Oh and then yeah. Slam your beer. Just without even hesitating. Yep, sounds good. Rings the bell and just ch- chugs his beer bag and tosses it. He started the company Nurse Next Door. Oh. Do you know those pink vehicles you see? The yeah. Nurse Next Door, like the home care company. Yeah. Uh-huh. They have like. 200 franchises in North America and in Australia, I guess. I was reading about him, and he is wow. he was one of the co-founders of it. Yeah, so very successful businessman. Totally. Uh, and likes to party. Tough on crime and also likes to <laughs> give her, I guess. Good. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.